Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm Joy Cardine, and I would like to introduce Larry Palm, running for County Board Supervisors from District 12. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, your vocational, and civic experience prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for County Board. All right. Thank you, Joy. I would like to thank the League of Women Voters for giving us this opportunity for residents to hear about my campaign for County Board District 12. I find great honor in serving our community through public service and hope that my experience can be of value to our community. I was humbled to be recently appointed to the Board of County Supervisors to replace our treasured Paul, uh, Supervisor Paul Rusk. My experience serving our community on the Madison City Council for 14 years on the library board for 19 years, uh, 27 years working for the Madison Public Schools in all alternative education, and as chair of the Regional Plan Commission makes me the best candidate for county board. Uh, for nearly 20 years, I've lived in the Egan Park neighborhood. I still see the Oscar Mayer building from my kitchen windows and hear planes fly overhead. My husband and I love walking our dog, Molly, uh, and meeting and chatting with our neighbors or heading to Ogden's around the corner for breakfast. I know our district has many wonderful assets from Warner Park and its community centers, uh, center, Lakeview Library, Rindall Park, Madison College, the airport, and Starkweather Creek. We need to preserve and build upon these assets. I am dedicated to listening and working with residents and businesses. We have many challenges such as PFAS chemicals in our groundwater, the F-35 bed, bed down at the airport, essential racial justice reforms, and especially our COVID-19 response to support our community. Our response to COVID-19 is especially important, um, including supporting our residents' res uh, physical and mental health, supporting our workers by increasing childcare opportunities and affordability, strengthening our minority-owned businesses, and helping our families by making sure that food is on their table and is a roof over their head. If you'd like to find out more information about who I am and what I stand for, please visit my website, LarryPalm.com for more information. I Larry Pond want to be your county board supervisor to utilize my hands-on experience to deliver results for District 12 on the county board. I ask for your vote Tuesday, February 6th. Thank you. What issue or issues have you identified as being a primary concern to the residents of your district and how would you approach them? Yes, thank you. Uh, well, there were several issues that I've uh, initially identified. Um, one, as I mentioned, was the COVID-19 recovery. That's an issue that is important not only to the district, but throughout the uh, the county and, of course, the country and the world. Um, I'm also concerned about um, PFAS um, and salt use for uh, for our lakes, uh, affordable housing, making sure that people can live in, in our area and be our neighbors, and then uh, the F-35 bed down. Uh, as I explained, that the, my uh, my house is under one of the flight paths, and I you know I experienced the the effect of the F-35 uh, F-16s at the moment uh, and F-35s that they were placed here. Um, and then you you asked about what I would do. I, you know, certainly, um, as I mentioned, uh, I guess one of the biggest things that I would say is the PFAS uh, chemicals that are leaching into our groundwater that uh, recent reports have indicated are now uh, clearly in our Starkweather Creek and our lakes. Uh, and we need to work aggressively to eradicate um, the source of the PFAS and make sure that we um, you know, dig it up and, and take care of it. The, they were from uh, firefighter. Some of them were from firefighter uh, foam that was used at the airport, and they're they're in high concentrations there. And those areas that have been identified, we need to 
um, get get the, the the chemicals out of our, our groundwater and our, our soils. So that's one approach that I'll be doing. Um, and obviously, COVID recovery. I mean, it's really important for us to continue to invest in our community, invest in our population. As I said, um, we've we've been partnering with um, uh, Dane County by local to to do some. Uh, support for businesses. We've been partnering with uh, Tenant Resource Center for assistance for housing, um, and we need to continue and strengthen those partnerships. Sheriff David Mahoney has announced his retirement. Mm -hmm. What are the primary assets you think a new sheriff should have, and what are the major questions facing a new sheriff? Yeah, uh, un unquestionably, that's a conversation I've already been having with other county board supervisors about um, uh, what what we see is the future of uh, our criminal justice in our community. I do um, I do think that the the next sheriff needs to continue with uh, compassion and understanding about how um, crim criminal justice affects our community in broad ways. Um, we need to make sure that the jail uh, and the systems operate effectively, and we need we definitely need a communicator and someone who will, uh, will partner um, with uh, other elected officials and our agencies. Um, one thing that I'm uh, learning more about is how interconnected all these government groups are. It's it's not just the sheriff who operates the jail. It's not just the county board that has the power of the pocket. Uh, it's not just the county executive, it's judges and the district attorney and the clerk of courts, and also obviously those local communities that uh, operate uh, police forces uh, and have their own laws and rules and judges, municipal judges. So all those things need to work together to really promote a system that um, supports our community, uh, making sure that we're safe, but uh, you know, individual uh, communities aren't um, affected in any significant way. And so we do really need a communicative and, and pro problem solving uh, sheriff that helps support those initiatives um, throughout Dane County. Criminal justice reform is a hot issue in the community right now with pressures to ease the burdens of fines and bail costs for people in poverty, running mm -hmm. into pressures to step up enforcement. What is the role of the county board in addressing these issues? Well, well, thank you for that question. It is one of those challenges because the role of the county board isn't, um, uh, when I was on the city council, we had a lot of, of uh, jurisdiction over things that were happening in the, the municipality, but now on the county board, I'm recognizing there are other constitutional officers that um, also have the rights. Um, and so it is really important for us to, um, to recognize the role that the county board can place. Uh, earlier this year, the county board um, uh, the county board did a resolution 180, which was the endorsing the criminal justice reforms and developing a, both a triage and restoration center and a community justice center. And I've read through this, and I I think it's an excellent blueprint for engaging our community and our partners in um, how the county board could um, take a leadership role in racial justice reform. Uh, certainly, things like the uh, 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 behavioral health subcommittee and the uh, um, racial community restoration courts are really important um, to help fund uh, uh, support our, our community. Uh, Dane County, the board does a lot of the funding initiatives and we really need to step up and make sure that funding is appropriated. And as recently um, as you know, a couple of meetings ago, we did eliminate those uh, fees and fines for um, our youth 
uh, and I was very much in support of that. It's it's a burden to our families that isn't isn't necessary, doesn't create a, a revenue for the county, uh, and was critical to making sure that families and uh, our community are are um, supported. What might be the role of the county board in assuring the success of the proposed triage and restoration center for persons experiencing a mental health or drug crisis? Yeah, I, I mean that's that's. Uh, incredibly important and I'm fully supportive of those measures. Uh, I do believe that we need to fund fund those and to support them and work with communities to ensure that they um, that they're happening and that they they support um, those members of the community. Uh, mental health is incredibly important uh, across the board to our uh, to our residents, uh, especially under, in COVID, you know, it's, it's been tough for people to engage and get support they need. Uh, and so those uh, those types of centers are, in, I mean, I just can't say it enough. It's incredibly important. I'm, uh, I'm very um, supportive of those measures. Uh, I look forward to the 2022 budget uh, that we can really um, put some money um, at, into those uh, measures and make them um, strong and active for our community. Affordable housing has been a huge issue in Dayton County. What suggestions do you have to try to meet the need? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I was um, the alder in the air neighborhood with the original Occupy Madison Village. Um, and uh, I thought that that was an, uh, an excellent um, uh, type of opportunity for people to live uh, independently, but not in a building. And I was very supportive of it. Um, and, and I was pleased to see that Occupy Madison too, um, at the old Wiggy site on Aberg Avenue is, you know, the county supported in a with $200,000 in a grant. And that's also actually ironically then ends up in my uh, county board district. So uh, I've been have uh, a great opportunity to engage with Occupy Madison uh, and see what they've done to improve, uh, you know, real human, you know, real people's lives. Um, the county also near the Occupy Madison Village too is uh, a more traditional um, uh, uh, family supportive housing that uh, the county has been applying funding for or trying to apply funding for. Uh, and we need to continue to invest and engage. Um, and I think the, the benefit to that versus um, uh, the benefit for the county versus the city of Madison has been able to um, disperse the housing uh, throughout the county and not just uh, located in the city of Madison. So obviously the city is focused on the city, but the county gets to support um, projects that are in other communities, which I think are also essential. Because um, many times, you know, we want to keep families together. We want to keep kids in school districts. Uh, we want to keep kids in their school. Um, and we don't want to displace them out of, of where they live. And so when we, um, when we work on affordable housing, sometimes we place things in areas where um, students aren't, you know, in that school and now need to either uh, bus to their school, you know, their former school, or they have to come to a new school. And so it's important for us to make sure that the housing is, uh, is uh, throughout um, Dane County and the, and the county should um, work on making sure that happens with a county um, uh, housing plan uh, so that we can identify these areas that, that, that good affordable housing could be located. And of course, continue to financially support those housing initiatives. There are many COVID-19 related questions facing the county. What role does the board play in helping to meet them? Um, well, I sound like this is all my introduction. Um, uh, and uh, 
I think the county board has a critical role in making sure that um, resources are made available to um, the community. As I mentioned, the uh, the partnerships with the Tenant Resource Center and others, um, the, the the bi-local partnership. But these are all also federal CARES Act funding, um, and we need to be able to support our community with some local funding um, and to make sure that we are emphasizing um, I think uh, incredibly the minority businesses that we have in our community to make sure that they are um, sustaining and thriving. Um, so that that is important for the county board to um, to, to look at, to support, and to um, to be a part of. I think one of the challenges here is um, the county is uh, county board has been um, presented by the county executive some of these plans, and and we need to be much more aggressive about being part of that solution. Uh, and engaging our community and our residents in uh, in those those decisions, um, you know, we, uh, I, I, you know, again, it's it's federal CARES money that's been principally spent these uh, for these past initiatives. But you know, as we get into spending our local community dollars, we need to make sure that they're supporting the residents who really have needs, um, who can't put food on the table, who don't have shelter over their head, and who can't go to work. Um, one final thing that I really think that it, we need to absolutely be looking at is childcare. Um, people can't go to school, uh, can't go to work, can't go to school, can't um, you know provide for their families without um, affordable and available childcare. And the county can um, be a part of that solution. The county has been working toward environmental sustainability. What additional measures to protect or enhance the environment would you suggest or support? Well, I mean, I, I think my first uh, uh, suggestion is again the PFAS. I mean, we we can't begin to um, support the the environment if we have water that people can't say fish from, um, and so we need to resolve um, you know our degradation in the environment um, as quickly as we can. Obviously, the the um, the salt levels in our lake. I mean, this is the winter. Today's a we're taping on a huge snowstorm, and people were going to um, apply salt um, to their sidewalks and driveways and parking lots. And we need to continue to educate people uh, that salt use, while at times can be appropriate, a lot of times can be solved with just sand. Um, and uh, the salt use rises, you know, rises the chloride levels in our lakes and then creates an environment for our, um, the weeds to thrive in. And that's just not um, helpful to our environment as well. Obviously, I fully support things like um, solar and uh, carbon neutral or carbon uh, positive um, ways to transport people and to engage people. Uh, I'm a, I have a plug-in electric hybrid vehicle, and I think that we need to make sure that um, we have charging stations throughout Dane County, not just in Madison. Uh, and there's uh, there's a lot of methods that the Dane County Board can be involved in um, supporting uh, the global energy. I'm sorry, uh, global uh, climate change and supporting our environment in Dane County. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Okay, thank you. Um, uh, thank you again for the opportunity to share information about my campaign for the county board. I am passionate about improving our community in District 12. As we've heard, there are a series of issues that face Dan County in our district. How we respond to these challenges will affect all of us for many years to come. My experience working with residents, neighborhood associations, and other community members demonstrates my commitment to getting things done. 
I encourage you to take a look at my website, larrypalm.com, if you'd like to learn more about these issues that I care passionately about. Uh, thank you again for your time. I look for your vote on uh, Tuesday, February 16th on April 6th. Thank you and have a, have a good day. Thanks to Larry Palm for speaking with us and to the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of the Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, thank you for joining us.